This is the My St Albans podcast, where we talk to local people about their St Albans and their favourite songs. For licensing reasons, we're unable to include the songs chosen. My St Albans is sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cox, the oldest pub in the UK. For more information about this award-winning pub, visit yeoldfightingcox.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cox. And good evening and welcome to My St Albans show number 35. And tonight I'm very honoured to be joined by St Albans pub royalty, Mr David Worcester. Hi David, how are you doing? Hi Matt, I'm very, very well, thank you. Good. Nice intro, thank you very much. No, well, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Um, so for our listeners at home, um, David's middle name is the Lower Red Lion, I think that's fair to say. Um, uh, he is the, the brilliant landlord of the Lower Red Lion, but I think we'll get to it later, but you've done many jobs there over the years. Um, so that's all good. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Um, it's a really simple show. Uh, six questions, six songs. Uh, you ready to go? I am. Fantastic. So, mid-80s, I think you came to St Albans. Talk me through it, your earliest memories. Uh, earliest memories probably started a little before that. I remember coming over to the Verulamian Museum when the um, entrance was through, my memory serves, a blue door on the side opposite to St Michael's School. Um entering a very dark room, dark and dusty room with uh, bits of flint and arrowheads and dead people. Um, not the most inspiring as opposed to what it is now, which I think is uh, is brilliant uh, what they've done. Um, but uh, re- more regularly, uh, coming to St Albans for, for school from, um, from Hatfield, uh, 1986, getting a bus in, having done common entrance and started at St Albans Boys' School. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. And um, when did you, so you still lived in Hatfield, travelled over, when did you, when did you move to St Albans? Uh, my dad still lives in, in the house that I grew up in, in, in Hatfield. Um, I moved to St Albans when I moved into the Lower Red Line, which was 1996, um, when I was asked to come and run it. Wow, wow. But you'd been, you, this is the great story. So you'd, you'd, Drank in the Lower Red Lion around the age of 18. Well, maybe take. a little bit before. Yeah, a little grey area for legal reasons. Uh, and then you ended up working behind the bar. Then you, then you ran it and then you went off and did some other stuff. But you're, st- you, you, you're running it today, 30 odd years later. Yeah, liked it so much I bought the company. <laughs> it's so cool, man. It's so... I love stories like that. Um, and also you have an, you do in the past have history with other pubs you'd you'd worked in other establishments yeah so i started in the lower ed um aged 18 um it was the second pub i worked in um that was purely circumstantial but uh about a month after my 18th birthday i turned up one saturday morning um for a a job that they didn't know they'd given me because a, a deputy manager had offered it to me without telling anybody so i turned up and the landlady said who the hell are you i said my name's david i've been offered this job to start work today, lunchtime. Uh, she said, oh, you better get behind the bar then. Have you worked behind the bar before? I said, well, I've done a couple of shifts at the um, Three Horseshoes opposite Not Cuts. Um, and uh, that was it. I started at the Lower Red. I used to do Wednesday nights, Friday nights, uh, Saturday lunchtimes. 
that expanded to Sunday lunchtimes, which was always my favourite shift because um, there was no food on the Sunday lunchtime when we closed at three. So everyone would just be piling into the pub, having as much drink as they possibly could before three o'clock, going home for a few hours, and then uh, coming back when we opened again at six. During the summer, there were cricket games um, down in the park. In the winter, there was the occasional afternoon lock-in, um, which was always fun. And then um, a few drunken songs sung in uh, on a Sunday night after cricket. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, pubs that you should shout in the afternoon. I remember those days. <laughs> you don't look old enough, Matt. Huh? Oh, stop it, stop it. Um, fantastic. And uh, what's your first song? What have you got for us tonight? My first song, if I can find it, goes back to the heady days of our cricket team at the Lower Red Line. Um, as I said, we used to drink quite heavily at the time um, on the side of the cricket pitch while we were supporting and then back at the pub. Um, and one of the chaps who was uh, our leader, as it were, um, of the cricket team was had also been my my form teacher when I was uh, aged 13, 14, um, who shall remain nameless for now. But this song's kind of dedicated to him. Um, he used to know all 8,000 verses of uh, Don McLean's American Pie. And that was American Pie by Don McLean. A good start, a good start. Um, your greatest St Albans memory. You've lived in the city for a while, so you must have a few. Oh, there's so many to um, to think about, um, most of which I can remember part of the night. I can't necessarily remember all of the night. Um, but I would have to say probably Euro 96 um, in June, driving back from Blackbridge Jack. I was the designated driver. Um, we had just beaten Spain, yep. uh, I think, um, and the town was absolutely electric. I had a, a, a Mark Three Escort, I think, at the time with a sunroof. Um, so I had my, my sister in the back um, with a guy called Nick, a friend of mine, Julie and myself in the front. Every now and again, somebody would pop their head out of the, uh, the sunroof and uh, join the cheering throngs driving down St. Peter Street to get back to the, the Low Red. Um, a lot of them, a lot of the nights that I've had out have been fairly spontaneous, other than that. Um, some fairly good nights at the Auburn Arena or at the Civic as it was yeah yeah um, there's just too many to mention Matt to be honest um, yeah, I, I love the, the your, your football memory because I, you know I have those memories not with this city but I, I have those memories of sporting events and you know every two years every four years they come around and stuff and I you know Euro 96 was massive for me I, you know it was that was when I was peeking into my football and stuff and what's really nice is my my son has just gone through that this summer with all of his mates um, drinking at the fight-in with the big screen, drinking at the uh, Peacock at the top of town. And he said, like, afterwards, everyone would come out into the streets and there would be this great atmosphere and da-da-da. So it's, it's great that, you know, those sort of uh, traditions are keep going with uh, after-football uh, craziness in St Albans. No, it's good. Um, Waterloo Sunset is your next song. What have you got? Yeah, Waterloo Sunset um, kind of means a lot to me from the days of the White Lion. Um, we had music every Tuesday night uh, at the White Lion, and one of our biggest supporters was a guy called Jim Rockford. Um, he'd be there every Tuesday, pretty much, with his wife, um, his daughters. Um, now, seeing with their uncle 
uh, in a band called Ark. They always play this song. And every time I hear it, it just uh, takes me back to the, the days of the White Lion, to, to Ruby Tuesday, um, to packed pub with lots of music fans um, and memories of, um, of some really happy times. And that was Waterloo Sunset by The Kinks. Um, yeah, I, oh, that, yeah, I'm a big fan of that pub. Yeah, love it. I love it. Hopefully it'll be uh, coming up again soon, uh, coming open again soon. I hear it's opening possibly even tomorrow. Yeah, there's, um, yeah, for sort of our, our listeners, we're, we're recording this in October. The show will go out in October. And I think, I think you're right, David. I think that pub is about to reopen. Um, yeah, I don't know under what guys or who's I don't. Involved. I know no, nothing. I just know that I had 10 very, very, very happy years there. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Um, I think that's probably where we first met in that pub because I used to live that part of town. I used to drink in that pub and White Hart Tap and, um, yeah, Gary Baldy and, yeah, all that neck of the woods. So, yeah. Great little cluster of pubs. An amazing mm. location for pubs, like, you know, four or five in one great area. Uh, they spill out. Yeah, it's great. Um, who's your St Albans hero? Uh, I had really difficulty trying to... Um trying to f- pick one person out of that. There's so many personalities uh, in St Albans. You can walk through town and there are just so many people that either make you smile. There's uh, Jonathan Brown with his headphones, just always makes brings a smile to my face. You walk around the park and there's Brenda, the lady who feeds ducks on Saturday morning. Uh, there every every week pretty much. I used to do park run down there and um, she would be sitting on the bench with thousands and thousands of birds around her. Um, there's Andy, the street cleaner there's um personalities left right and center but at the moment um my St Albans hero is um Mandy McNeil um simply because of the amount of stuff she's done over the lockdown for us for the businesses um she was on hand 24 7 um getting businesses up online and promoted she fought for permission from the council and the national government agencies for St Albans to have a market during the global pandemic um she, she's just an amazing lady who just had time for everybody through that through that whole pandemic. Yeah, I I know Mandy. I I she's done an amazing job over the last few years. Like even pre COVID, she was really active, really supportive, really trying to you know. All she tried to do is just better the city, and that's all she's ever tried to do. I think, um, and I think you're right. During the during the COVID years. Um, she seems just to go up a level, right? Just yeah. To, you know, amazing, really. Um, was the first time I met her, we, um, she came into the Lower Red for a Sunday music session and she brought Fred, her son, with her. Yeah. And we don't tend to allow children in the pub. Um, there are exceptions every now and again. And, um, and it wasn't one that I regretted, shall I say. Um, and, uh, yeah, then she went back to New Zealand, I think, for a little while and then, and then suddenly reappeared. Um and it's always just a joy to have her around, and um, and she has just done so much work for Snowbird's businesses. Yeah, no. good, good, a really great choice there. Love that. Um, song number three. What have you got for us? Song number three. Another um, personality uh, from White Line days. who always used to come and see us on a Tuesday night. It was a guy called Mac McLeod, and Mac died last year, um, and he was the hurdy gurdy man. Um, Donovan wrote uh, Donovan, another St Albans boy 
um, wrote The Hurdy Gurdy Man in 1968 for Mac, but I couldn't find that on the list. So I've chosen another Donovan song called Sunshine Superman. And that was Sunshine Superman by Donovan. And welcome back to my Snowman's The Brilliant. David Wister's on the show tonight. Um, how you doing, David? All good? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Fantastic. Um, so, what's your hidden gem? What, what, have you, what, what do you want to? What's your secret you want to share? I've got a favourite place in St Albans that I love um, taking the boy, taking the dog. Um, it's not so much hidden, but either at dawn or dusk, uh, the field just in the north of King Harry Lane, uh, by the parking opposite Waitrose, cutting through the hedge and the ditch, and then heading towards the park, just over the brow, as a breathtaking view of the Abbey. Looking sort of northeast, uh, it's one of my favourite views of Snowbans, uh, and even more so this year, uh, since it's been left uh, to go kind of wild. Yeah, um, there's a there's a footpath cut through it um, in various directions, um, but that view on a, on a misty morning uh, or a, a beautiful summer's night, um, it's just a stunning, stunning view. The majesty of the Abbey. Um, in the background, you can see the hypercourse, or you're just above the hypercourse. So look down. Yeah. You can often hear the kids playing on the um, on the swings on the the, the new playground. Uh, I, looking uh, over the lakes, it's beautiful. I, look, Vernon, right? That park is amazing. It's got so many little elements to it, and people kind of, you know, uh, I do park run as well, and you know, we used to run around the lake, and then the winter course and stuff, and and people kind of like maybe just go to Westminster Lodge and that side. Some people go to the playground, but the bit you're talking about at the top almost like very close to sort of waitrose that part yeah it's just brilliant we we would go up there to watch the fireworks every year mm-hmm. because you're literally at eye level and it it's great and because not many people venture north it's not that busy up there which is really nice and you can just sit and just look out yeah and of course if you park down berlin uh by the museum in the car park you've got to struggle all the way uphill so um if you're parking by Waitrose or in a little lay-by there, then it's, 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 it's easy, just right? there. You don't have to walk, struggle yeah, yeah. all the way uphill with your picnic. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a, oh, I love that. Um, thank you for that. Brilliant hidden gem. Um, and your fourth song, what have you got for us tonight? I'm a great, great Pink Floyd fan. Um, and this is not one of my favourite Pink Floyd songs. Um, but as there's a sort of tenuous link with all the songs, with either St Albans or me, or me and St Albans over the years, or me and the pub, or whatever. Um, this is um, Keep Talking, with a voiceover by Stephen Hawking, another old St Albans boy, another OA, uh, Keep Talking by Pink Floyd. And that was the brilliant Pink Floyd, uh, and Keep Talking. Um, I didn't know Stephen Hawkins was in that song. Yeah, just the voice. Yeah, I never, yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't click at the uh, the time but yeah no brilliant pink floyd and uh, keep talking um so um start to finish what is your perfect st albans day um it would always have to be a saturday because saturdays traditionally when i when i first started the low red started managing the low red uh, saturday was my day off um and i think ever since then i have preferred not to work saturdays but any other day uh, during the week, um, although I do quite a lot of Saturdays now. Um, I would always prefer to take a Saturday off. Um, assuming I don't have to cook rice on a Sunday, I would have uh, in the autumn, the winter, um, my start to finish would be park run, but park run at Jersey Farm, which is where I've started doing park run recently, so a little bit more 
undulating, a bit more lumpy, a bit more fun. And there's fewer people, so there's uh, not so many bottlenecks. Um, I would go home. I would have a shower. I'd walk Sammy, the dog, through uh, the woods at Batchwood. Uh, we park up uh, in the car park there and just uh, there's a little... He's getting on a bit now, so he can't walk quite so far as he, he used to be able to. Um, and during lockdown, we would, we would head up to, to Batchwood quite a bit. Um, there was a woodpecker that we were chasing. Sounds quite sad, but um, we, we spotted him a few times. Um, and early mornings, it was just a really nice nice walk before there were too many golfers out there. Um, I would come back, leave the dog at home and breakfast somewhere, probably the street cafe on Catherine Street. Um, with Bev, I would go for go for breakfast, a couple of cups of coffee. I'd head to work just for a little while, just to set up the staff, um, make sure the fire was lit. Um, and then I'd take the rest of the day off. I would head to the boot. I'd have a quick beer. I'd wander around the charter market, wend on my way home. I'd light the log burner. I'd read the papers. And if I was going out in the evening, I would have dinner at probably Tabure, or I'd go and see Samira Infuse. I'd have a bottle of red wine and I'd go to bed. That is the perfect St Albans day right there. Um, that would be I, for autumn and winter. Uh, that would yeah. be autumn and winter. And spring and summer, I'd start off exactly the same. Um, obviously, I wouldn't have to light the, the log burner, but I'd end up, instead of probably from Charter Market on the way home, I'd head up to the lakes and back up to where I suggested up by the Hypercourse with a picnic with Bev, uh, with Sammy, and we'd sit at probably white wine then in the summer um, uh, with a nice picnic and a, and a bottle of wine and, uh, and chill out. Watch that sunset. Watch I think sunset. Um, we touched on it before. I, you know, I, I people know I, I like park run. Um, I think the Jersey Farm I've done a couple of times, and yeah, it's a little bit fun. Um, St Albans, uh, you know, it's the winter course now, not like you know the lake course for obvious reasons and stuff, which is a bit of a shame. The other one that I occasionally do is is Ellenbrook over near Hatfield, and that's that still going. I believe so. I haven't done it post-COVID, I'll be honest. So, uh, But that element was great fun because you'd end up on the sort of the old kind of uh, runway, taxiways and stuff, and it was really flat. And once again, not that many people knew about it, so yep. that's good fun. I um, did, it, did it once, and it was very painful because I, I did uh, – I was training for a marathon a few years ago, and I ran down the old way. I did um, Edinburgh Park Run, and then I ran back, but I'd already done – on my own, the the lakes park run, first Verulamian park run. So trying to get 16, 17 miles. And by the time I got back on the Auburn Way to uh, Morrison's, I was absolutely done in. <laughs> um, but my dad, my dad still lives sort of Ellenbrook area. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I should probably do it more often and then pop in and have a cup of tea with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, Taboo, Taboo, whatever, that's a great restaurant. I love that place. Um, and the boot for a Saturday beer with the papers is can't really beat it it's yeah brilliant um yeah i don't i don't like talking about the boot that often i because and it's the same reason i don't kind of talk about dylan's or whatever because they're kind of really cool pubs but they're quite small like i don't want people to go oh we'll go and check out the boot and it becomes really busy and i can't <laughs> go there on a saturday and read my paper and stuff do you know what i mean yeah but, um yeah the boot's really cool and stuff so yeah um, yeah great what a perfect day brilliant um what's your next song what have you got for us my next song would be um the feeling and the st albans 
ish band um, and fill my little world. Whether you're after a cocktail to start your weekend or one of the best Sunday roasts in Hertfordshire, Ye Old Fighting Cogs has everything you need. Family friendly with plenty of outdoor space. For menus and more, visit yeoldfightingcogs.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cogs St Albans. And that was Fill My Little World by The Feeling. Um, so, the time has come to give you the necklace, to make you mayor for a day. You have the power, David. <laughs> what, what are you going to do with that power? Um, does the mayor have any power? In this radio show, the mayor has the all mayor the power. omnipotent. The, the mayor has everything. You can, okay. one day, you can do anything you want. Okay. I see the major responsibility for a mayor, mayor is probably a, as a status symbol more than anything else. Um, so I think you should be a good role model, um, which I probably am not the best person for that job. I would, I'm, A, I'm not particularly photogenic, um, like some mayors have been in the past, and B, I'd probably end up losing my chain in a pub or nightclub like some other mayors have done in the past. Um, <laughs> so they'd always be amusing and there'd be some stories, but um, not particularly responsible. If I were the mayor um, and I wanted to set a good example, I would probably make sure that I wore my mask during a pandemic. Um, if I was omnipotent, I would probably reopen the high street um, and I would make sure that all the rubbish was cleared away from the town centre. Now, I know that people have said that on this show in the past, but I think those two are possibly the most, the more important of the issues that we have in town at the moment. I can fully understand George Street wanting to be closed, um, and I'd support that. Even It doesn't do me any favours because it's blocking the road down to me. Yeah. Um, but I think it has created a nice atmosphere. Um and even when they did the gin and jazz festivals before and they closed the roads, it was um, lots of fun um, and and good for the businesses. Um, I can't understand why um, Hearts County Council um, aren't just opening up that, that part of um, Verdun Road again, even if it's just one way. Yeah, uh, it's, it's tricky, right? Because I think there is a rumour that it might be open one way. One of the things that I don't know if it's been talked about or whether it's even possible is whether it could be shut, but on certain times or shut on certain days. So that, you know, maybe, you know, George Street could be shut on a Friday, Saturday and Sunday night, you know, and it could open, you know, during the day and let people come through or let, even commuters come through the high street like during rush hour and then they shut it, you know, after hours. I, I've seen that in other cities. Um, you know, if you want people to sort of, you know, use George street to sit and drink or you, you know, the restaurants by the clock tower to have outside space, you know, probably nine o'clock on a Monday morning when people are trying to get across the city for school runs or, or work or, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure whether it needs to be shut or whether it needs to be open. I'm just trying to work out whether it, it could be both. I, I live up by the hospital um, and Folly Lane now is just taking the brunt of all that traffic. So you get to um, the Petropolis or the MS Garage 
at, at the bottom and everything's just going left. Um, I don't think it helps anybody because um, you get stuck at those lights by Normandy Road and, and the traffic just backs up all the way down to the, the, the roundabout again. Um, doesn't help at the moment with there being no petrol. So there's people aiming for that roundabout and for that petrol station from three different directions. So even getting out of Branch Road is a nightmare um, to come this way. But um, yeah, I, I would, I'd try it at least. Maybe just try it, try it for a few weeks and see what happens. You can always close yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I look. I know there is a there's a swirl of you know conversations and a noise around the reopening. I didn't. I don't. Re- I'll be honest. I don't know what the ins and outs. I don't know how long it was officially going to be closed for. But if things are reopening, then maybe that is the next you know, the next step to, to try and tackle that. But we will see. We will, we will. see. Um, your final song, what have you got for us? Um, couldn't really leave without a bit of a guilty pleasure. Um, St. Albans linked very tenuously again. Um, but it just makes me smile. If I'm in the car by myself, I'll sing um, very badly. Um, it's um, S Club 7 and Reach for the Sky. And that was S Club 7, Reach of the Sky. That is one song I didn't think would be on your playlist, but thank <laughs> you for that. I had a great song to end on. Uh, Hopefully it's brought a smile. Yeah, that was a great song. It's a brilliant song. Let's, let's you know, say what it is, right? Um, David, thank you so much for coming on tonight. You've been a brilliant guest. Um, I love your pub. Um, it's a very cool and cosy. The fire is amazing. I like a pub with a fire. Um, thank you so much um, for giving up your evening. Thank you for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is My St Albans, and this was the amazing David Worcester. Thank you for having me, Matt. You've been listening to the My St Albans podcast, introduced by Matt Big. If you'd like to support Radio Verulam's podcasts, you can go to radioverulam.com slash donate. And you can see all the My St Albans podcasts at radioverulam.com slash My St Albans. My St Albans is sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cocks, the oldest pub in the UK. For more information about this award-winning pub, visit yeoldfightingcocks.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cocks.